0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi na'maduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'aghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina man yahdihi allahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa wahdahu la sharika وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وسفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافةً بشيرًا ونذيرًا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه Ya ayu hal ladina am anutakullah hawa sadida, yusrih lakum amalakum, wa yafir lakum with the nubakum, woman yote wa rasulahu who fakadafaz the fozen adima, a hippati fila osikum when efsi betakwa law, he will irsan, fa in alaha maladina tako waladina hum muhsinoon. My brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah Almighty and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved Messenger Muhammad, Sallallahu alayhi. My brothers and sisters, the type of questions that we ask and the type of things that we want to learn more about, it tells a lot about what we deem as important. And if you look at the companions of the Prophet wasallam and our role models, the type of questions they would ask the Prophet shows you the kind of mindset they had. Rarely would they ask the Prophet things related to this world. And they will always be wondering how can we better ourselves? What can we do better? How can we become better believers? How can we get nearer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How can we be people that thrive in this world, but more importantly thrive in the next world? And you will find quite often the companion is asking the Prophet, what is the best type of action that I can do? What is the best type of worship that I can do? And the Prophet sallallahu sallam, would tell them, And what's interesting is the Prophet would sometimes give different answers tailored to the person asking. So if you find that one time the Prophet said the best type of action is al-Imanu billah, faith in Allah. Another time the Prophet is saying the best type of action is to pray on time. Another time the Prophet is saying something else. And one time a man came to the Prophet and said give me advice and the Prophet said to him never get angry. The different types of advice the Prophet would give would be tailored to the person asking. And this shows you that there is great wisdom in how the Prophet dealt with his companions. But when we read those type of narrations, we should benefit from all of them. And we should try and act upon all of these great acts of worship that the Prophet is telling us they are the best. Sometimes they would ask him, who is the best type of person? And today, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to share with you a hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi this question was posed to him, who is the best type of person? Why do the companions want to know? Because they want to see what characteristics this person has, embody it so that they, inshallah, can be the best people. And we know that the companions of the Prophet were the best people. And it is our job to try and be more like them to the best of our abilities. So there is this hadith that is narrated by Ibn Majah, which is authentic, and it also mentioned uh, in other uh, books as well, such as Shu'ub uh, uh, al-Iman al-Bayhaqi and others. Where the companions come to the Prophet and say to him, Man of the or who is the best person?" And the Prophet ﷺ gave two characteristics. The Prophet ﷺ gave two things that whoever is like this is the best type of person. And the Prophet ﷺ said, "Huwa dul qalb" "al makhmum al qalb," the one whose heart is makhmum, and we'll explain what that word means. Then the Prophet said, "Sadooq al-lisan," and the one who is often truthful in his speech, the one who is often truthful in his speech, the one whose heart is mahmum and is often truthful in his speech. The companion said, "Ya Rasool Allah, nāri fasaduq lisan We know what truthful in speech means. We get that. Ma hu al-qalb? What does it mean for someone's heart to be mahmum? Now the word mahmum, my brothers. It was something that the companions didn't immediately understood what it meant. And that teaches you that the Prophet's speech, the prophetic speech, was sometimes on a higher level than the Arabic language that the people knew. So much that they would sometimes require clarification. And you find some statements in the Quran and in the Hadith where the the scholars, they would say, and the first person to use it in this context was the Prophet. So the companions would say, "What does that word mean?" So the Prophet sallam explained what he meant. The word "makhmum," the, the Arabs used to say khamamtul kanasta." When you do "kham" of the bait, it's when you sweep it, sweeping the floor of the house. So how do you sweep your heart? It is referring to the cleansing of your heart. The Prophet is saying the two characteristics you have to embody if you want to be the best type of person is number one. Have a clean, pure heart. Number two, be truthful in your speech. Often. That's why he said, The word saduq, it refers to someone that is always or all the time truthful. Not sometimes, not even now and then, but only speaks the truth. So, the, the companion said, what does this mean? And he said, it is the one whose heart is at taqi." Taqi means one who fears Allah. You fear Allah so you don't sin. You don't transgress on others. You do your obligations. You stay away from sin. You remember Allah. You are conscious of your creator. an naqi the one whose heart is pure. It's clean. You don't hold grudges. You don't, you're not someone that is hateful or has hatred towards others even if they wrong you. Yes, even if they wrong you. This is the person who has a pure heart. The Prophet ﷺ then said, it is the heart that doesn't have ghil in it, spite. The heart that has no ithim in it, sin. The heart that has no hasid in it, envy. So, if you want to be the best type of person, you need to work on these things. Don't be envious of others. Don't have hatred towards anyone. Don't be someone that is sinful. And what's interesting is that the Prophet attributed sin to the heart, although we do sin with our bodies. When we look towards something we're not supposed to, when we harm others, when we backbite and bully, the Prophet is attributing all of that to the heart. Why? Because the Prophet said in another narration that it is our heart that dictates what we do. If you work on your heart... And you have a heart that fears Allah Almighty, that fears God. You have a heart that is conscious, knows what you're supposed to be doing. You know your obligations and your rights and what you need to stay away from. When you are remembering Allah, you tend to sin less. This is why the Prophet said in the hadith, Ala inna fil jasati mudga. Indeed, in the body there is a piece of flesh. If it is righteous, the whole body becomes righteous. So, if you see someone coming to the prayer often, someone doing a lot of dhikr and remembering Allah, giving a lot of charity, is kind in his speech, doesn't harm others, is someone that is soft spoken, someone that is gentle, just, right, takes care of the poor and the needy, is the first to give charity, is involved in a lot of good, then remember that is testament to a good heart. And if you see the opposite, someone that is engaged in sin, in things that are haram, in stealing, in theft, then know that that person's heart is sick and they need to heal their heart. And the Prophet ﷺ is teaching us. So this ikhwanifillah is what the Prophet said. Do you want to be the best type of person? Work on your heart. Be someone whose heart is mahmum And what's beautiful about this as well is the Prophet said it is a heart that has been swept, implying that at one point it was what? It was dirty. Meaning what? You're not always going to be at the highest state of belief and iman where you're going to be a wali, a saint that doesn't make any mistakes. No, you will fall into sin. You will make errors. So sweeping it implies that you need to work on it. And this is why, Ikhwani Filah, all of us, our hearts, it is not crystal clear. It has fog on it. It has dirt on it. We sin, and every time we sin, there's a black spot that appears on it that we can clean with repentance. And if you're wondering why is it that I struggle with worship, why is it that I struggle with many of the things that I'm supposed to do, why do I have so much envy, why do I get angry easily, why do I have all of this? It can be traced traced back to your heart. The Prophet the best person is the one who has a pure heart. And the pure heart, there is two things we have to ensure that are correct with our heart. One, it is your relationship with your creator. The other is your relationship with the people. And in this one hadith, when the Prophet gave the descriptions of the pure, clean heart, both were addressed. When the Prophet said, it is the heart that has taqwa in it. Meaning, you fear Allah. You are conscious of your creator. You don't transgress the limits Allah has set. Allah tells you this is haram you stop Allah obligates you to pray or to do you do it a heart that is conscious of Allah this is your relationship with your creator taqwa annaqee that is clean clean from number one as sin min al-ithm it is clean from sin and this is again referring to your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you don't transgress and you don't sin then the other two characteristics are related to the people you don't have hatred and you don't have envy. These are considered among the illnesses in our hearts. My brothers and sisters, if you have someone that harmed you, if you have someone that did something to you, if you have someone who spoke to you in a way you didn't like, let it go. Don't hold grudges. Don't hate others. Our Prophet Muhammad wasallam. we know the type of abuse that they did to him and his companions. When on the day of Uhud, they hurt our messenger. And he was bleeding on the ground. He was still making dua for those that were harming them. Saying, oh Allah, guide them for they do not know better. Our Prophet's heart was pure, fillah And if you look in the Quran, you see the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, when his own brothers, his own brothers, whom he trusted as a young child, they left him to die. They lied about him. And he was, he was taken to a different country. He went through all of these trials where he ended up in prison. But when, at the end, when they came to him, and they were still insulting him, not, not knowing it is he who was standing in front of them. After that, when they find out it was him, his own brothers who betrayed him, who hurt him, who did all of that to him, what did he say? لَا تَثْرِيْبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْيَوْمُ Today there's no blame on you. He forgave them there on the spot. This is a pure heart, fillah The ability to forgive, the ability to let go, to not hold any grudges. One time, a man walked into the mosque. And before he did, the Prophet wasallam said to his companion in the narration of Abdullah ibn Amr. The Prophet said, if you want to see a man from Ahlul Jannah, whoever walks in is from those people. He is from Ahlul Jannah. He is from the people of paradise. And then a man walked in who just made wudu. And the water was dripping from him. He just made wudu and he was holding his shoes with his, on his left hand and he was walking in. The companions are giving a vivid description. Because they remember this. Because the Prophet said, what? This person is from Jannah. Abdullah ibn Amr noticed it. And he, was, he found this peculiar. What's so special about him? And he said, the Prophet said this not once but a few times. So he said, I decided I wanted to find out what's different about him. Why is he from paradise? So he said, I went to him and Abdullah ibn Amr said to him that, can I stay with you? And he mentioned a reason why he needed to stay over with him and this man allowed him. And he said, I stayed with him for three nights and I was watching what he does. Does he pray more than us? Does he recite more than us? Does he give more? What does he do for the prophet to say he is from the people of Jannah? And he said, I noticed that he doesn't wake up at night for prayer. If he wakes, he turns, he, he makes dhikr, he goes back to sleep and he wakes up for fajr. So he said, I realized to the point where I started belittling or I started finding it less his worship not that significant. He's not doing that much more than, in fact, he's doing maybe less. Until I, I asked him and he said, I never went to bed holding a grudge against anyone. I never went to bed holding a grudge against any other person. I let it go. And then Abdullah ibn Amr said, this is why. This is why you've, the Prophet said, you are from the people of Jannah. أقول My brothers and sisters, always remember to work on your heart. And one of the best ways to do that is to increase in your remembrance of Allah. Increase in the worship that you do and ensure that you repent from your sins. For when you repent from your sins, whatever effect that sin had on your heart is removed. And when you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like the Prophet said, this gives a life to your heart. And also forgive others and do not hold any grudges. There is a narration where the Prophet said to Anas ibn Malik, O oh my son, O oh my son, Ya Bunay. And the Prophet sallallahu wa said to him, If you can Ensure that when you go to bed and when you wake up you go to sleep not holding any anger or hatred or enmity towards someone else then do so and when you wake up the same thing and the Prophet ﷺ said if you do this then you have followed my sunnah you have followed my way and if you have followed my way that means you have loved me and if you love me you will be with me in Jannah this is an encouragement to remember that our hearts with, relation, our relation to, with relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we fear Allah. We are conscious of Allah and we don't transgress the limits. As it relates to the people, we forgive, we let go, we don't hold any grudges and we show good character towards them. The other statement the Prophet ﷺ made was, lisan, The one who is truthful often in his speech. My brothers and sisters get into the habit of telling the truth, do not lie. Do not lie, for lying is a major sin. And if you get used to lying, you will keep lying. Until Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will know you as a liar, and you will be written in, with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala among the liars. May Allah protect us from it. And the Prophet Sallallahu wa sallam, said, "Al yahdi illa fujur, al fujur That often lying will lead to being in you know, a sinful, and sinful will lead to being in the hellfire, and being truthful will lead to righteousness, and righteousness will lead to Jannah. May Allah make us among those. Remember this advice of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who is the best person, the person who has the pure heart and the person who often tells the truth. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our hearts. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who are the best people and enter jannah ameen ya rabbal al-alamin. Allahumma la tufarriq jam'ana hatha illa bi wa maghfor, mashkur, mashkoor, wa'amalin mutaqabbalin maburoor. Sallu ala nabiyyum kama amarakum allahu ta'ala haythu qala inna allahu malayikatu yusallun ala nabiyy. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimutsalima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad, kama ali. إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اغفر لنا Allahumma aghfir lana wa rahmna ya rabbal alameen Rabbana atina fi الدنيya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana waqinaa athaba al-naar Allahumma ati nufusana atakwaaha wa zakkiha enta khaira man zakaaha enta waliya wa mulaaha Allahumma aizzal islam wal muslimin Allahumma aizzal islam wal muslimin Allahumma aizzal islam wal muslimin wa nusur al-musd'afin fi kulli makhan ya rabbal alameen wa akhidu d'awana alhamdulillah rabbal alameena wa aqim